Dissociative Identity Disorder Once called Multiple Personality Disorder, is a disorder in which a person alternates between one or more alternate personalities that function with separate memory and awareness and adapt with amnesia between them. The first detailed account of DID can be traced back to 1791, when a German woman began speaking perfect French and behaving like a French aristocrat, despite never having learned French or even having been to France. Although appearing extremely rare to the general public, it's estimated that between 1-3% to of the global population may have this disorder. My name's Anthony Padilla, and today I'm going to be sitting down with people who dissociate into fragmented identities to learn the truth behind this heavily misunderstood disorder. Does DID access hidden capabilities and skills within the brain, allowing people to harness brain power in a way others simply aren't capable of? Or does it keep them feeling bogged down and restricted from participating in normality? Are they openly proud of their disorder? Or has the media's portrayal of DID forced them to live a life of alienation and solitude, too worried of what their presence will unleash in others? Hi, Amanda. Hi, the Redwoods. Hey. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for coming out and teaching me about the wondrous world of dissociative identity disorder. Anthony, there is so much to learn. What do you consider yourself? Someone with dissociative identity disorder? Someone with multiple alters? Yeah, just someone with DID. We identify at first as we, and we identify as multiple. Sometimes we say we have DID, sometimes we say we're plural, but multiple is the main word that we use. I consider myself being part of a DID system. So you could say somebody with dissociative identity disorder, or if you wanted to refer to us collectively, it would be saying that I'm part of a system of alters. Can you explain what having DID entails? Yeah, so having DID means that as a child, your personality was unable to fully develop into one singular personality. Mm. Everybody as a child starts off with an unintegrated personality and around the ages of between seven to nine in normal development. But if there is repeated or severe trauma before that age, then the brain can say, whoa, I can't deal with this. This cannot be my life and we would not be able to survive mm. if I was aware of this. So this trauma, along with the ability to dissociate to a high level and having disorganized attachments to your primary caregivers, prevents one personality from fully integrating because the amnesia that goes up to keep that trauma away. And that's why if you have DID, you have multiple personalities rather than one singular one. For us, like, when we first started figuring it out, someone who thought they were the only person for, like, a long time, right? right. Like, as most people think, oh, I'm just the only person in this norm. body. That's right. what people would identify with normal. Right, right. They're like, yeah, of course, there's only one person, right? right. And, and, and you, you start to think, like, what could this be? Am I... Am I possessed? Am Whoa, I like? You thought you were possessed. Like, I wasn't. I didn't think I was possessed, <laughs> yeah. but I definitely wasn't going to talk about it with anyone in case I maybe was possessed. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the last thing you want people to, right. to know if that's true. Yeah, yeah. I actually Googled uh, spirit possession when it got really strong. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortunately, this was like 2012. Yeah. There was some article that was like spirit possession versus dissociative identity oh, disorder, so and I was like looking at that, and then I went to a therapist, and they were like, "Yep." Were you <laughs> Were you stoked that you were not possessed by a spirit? Um, 
I don't know. <laughs> Do you feel comfortable saying how many altars you have? Mm -hmm. At the last count, which was actually about two weeks ago, I uh -huh. had 22, I think. 22. Mm -hmm. So we're nine people uh, living in one body. So we went from three to nine yeah. over like seven years. I have 16, so there's 17 of us total. Mm. Ranging from age four to eternal. Eternal? <laughs> eternal. She's really cool. Whoa. <laughs> She's really, really cool. Well, do you show her frequently? Um, she fronts occasionally. She's the caretaker, so she takes care of the littles in our heads, mm -hmm. and then occasionally she'll come out to take care of me if I'm not doing so well. Mm -hmm. Um, so she, she kind of fronts in the sidelines and behind the scenes more. First off, you prefer to be referred to as a uh, single or plural? Well, it depends who you're talking to. If you're talking about me as in me, the person sat in front of you talking to you with my personality, then yeah. it's me, one person as an in. Uh -huh. But if I was, let's say, co-con, so there was more than one person essentially in the driving seat, yeah. then it would be we, more than uh -huh. one person. How might a normal day be different for you? Who wants to answer this question? Yes, so this is this is Z. So it was like a combination of Ali and Eliza talking before. Oh, okay. Um, we can kind of blend sometimes. So when we first came into what we would call co-consciousness, yeah. and that's a pretty common term, yeah. which is the shared experience of kind of being able to talk to each other. A lot of people don't have that, and they're basically like coordinating in the dark with someone who's not there when they're there. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so like. Uh, you might be doing something and then come back and it's three days or three weeks later and your life has been lived and all kinds mm. of stuff is happening. I have a friend who would be heading one place and then someone would switch and then they'd head back home and oh. then they'd switch and head back and forth and it'd take like four hours oh. to get out of that loop until the same person came back and was like, no, we're actually going here. And what they learned to do is to text uh, their, themselves or oh. leave notes on their iPhone yeah. and read those and so it's kind of when you come to the front and you feel disoriented yeah. you can read those notes. It's almost like having amnesia and leaving notes yeah. for yourself. No, it's, it's called dissociative amnesia is like basically the term for that. I was in the bath I just switched out, so I had no memory of what happened before. Didn't remember getting in the bath because it okay. wasn't me. Yeah. It was my altar, Kyle, who's my primary protector. And <laughs> he'd apparently decided that he wanted a snack while he was in the bath. Uh -huh. And there was just this half-eaten banana <laughs> on like the shampoo holder. And I was like, what? Why? That's you, disgusting. So you just realized that you are in a bathtub uh -huh. with a half-eaten banana. Yeah, like, like peeled. It was pretty beautifully presented, uh, actually. How do you feel about the, the different labels in terms of personality, alters, identities, multiple? Yeah, there are a lot of people who don't like the term personality because uh -huh. when a lot of people think of personality, they think of like how you act in a certain situation. So mm -hmm. some people, when I've told them about DID in its most basic terms, they yeah. said like, well, I have a completely different personality when I'm at work. And then right. I come home and I'm a different person. God. And it's like, I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, it's kind of different when it comes to DID. So some right. people feel that the term personality isn't quite encompassing or serious enough. Uh, I don't mind the term personality, but the, the term that's generally used in the community and the scientific kind of side of things is alters because it stands for alternate state of identity. Mm. So that's what, what we prefer to use. Before we learn more about the wondrous world of dissociative identity disorder, I wanted to take a quick moment to thank you all so much 
for suggesting this video topic. I find the discrepancy between facts about DID and the negative stigma surrounding it to be so incredibly massive that it's super important I feel to cover a topic like this and allow the community to speak for themselves. So thank you so much. And of course, thank you to the DID community as well for trusting me to cover a sensitive topic like this one. That's all I wanted to say. Now back to learning about the wondrous world of dissociative identity disorder. When did you first realize that you have DID? Well, it was almost exactly a year ago. Oh, so um, it was pretty recent then? Yeah, so I was having a panic attack and I kind of felt myself as a consciousness retreat to the back of mm -hmm. my own mind. Mm -hmm. So I was watching everything from behind and there was yeah. just nothing there. In 2012, uh, hmm. yeah, so this is, so we just switched right yeah. there really. So there was Allie talking, but then like Allie pulled away because this is Eliza. I was the one who was there and uh, thought I was the only one. Um, so yeah, I thought I was a boy uh -huh. and I thought I was one person. Pretty mm -hmm. standard like that's, expectations. That's how I grew up. Yeah. Right, yeah. And mm -hmm. then I just had this like weird triggering confrontation with a stranger. Basically what I understand is that I had a whole system of covering up all of this a whole like strategy and everything, but I was so busy dealing with family member with cancer, personal life stress, housing stress, and then this sudden trigger, it crumbled. Yeah. And there was Allie and Z. How did, how did you feel once you realized? Yeah, that I wasn't that the only one here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the first feeling was actually overwhelming love and joy. I was oh, you crying. Felt, you felt good I about was it. Like, it was like a family reunion with these other parts of myself, other, characters but like protagonists in my life. How DID works is the person who fronts the most often the host is generally the one who is kept unaware. Other alters can be unaware too but the brain is built like that that's why DID exists. You're not supposed to know you have DID. Right that's its entire purpose. Exactly so if somebody then comes to you and says hey you've got this your brain is going to go whoa no right. you can't know about this right. this is the whole way we've lived our life in order yeah. to survive i was seen by the crisis team after a suicide attempt and she asked me to fill in some questions and this one had been a little different from the others and it was my first real kind of communication with one of my alters kyle my primary protector the banana guy the banana guy <laughs> He's gonna hate me for that. Um, He's gonna watch this later and be yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, that's we need who to have I a am talk. now. I'm the banana guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he basically saved my life um, after this. And I could hear him talking to me. And it was the first time that I actually kind of wasn't like, okay, yeah, so this is my inner voice. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Everybody else says, like, you know, your inner voice, you're talking to yourself. Yeah. And this lady in the crisis team was like, have you ever heard voices? Before this, I would not have given that a second thought. I've been asked yeah. that before and was like, no, 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 definitely yeah. not. It was very much like a man's voice. It didn't sound like it was coming externally. Again, it wasn't exactly like a voice. It was an interpretation. But was, yeah, but it was very different from mine. And he was like, I'm gonna be with you the whole time. You're gonna be fine. You can do this. And was like, you need to lie on your stomach now. And I was like, what? 
and was just pr pretty much shutting down at this point. And I was watching everything happen as if I was across the room. You had an out-of-body experience almost? Yeah, it's part of dissociating. It's yeah. called um, derealization, yeah. when you don't experience what's happening in your life or the world around you as real. It feels like a dream. I have experienced that many times in my life mm -hmm. because I've had severe panic attacks. Yeah. And in those moments, it feels like my body goes numb. I feel like I'm able to see myself and my actions from a third party perspective yeah. and I've almost felt crazy because I feel like there's a there's me and then there's a me inside my head mm -hmm. noticing my outside actions. Uh-huh that's derealization you're dissociating from yourself mm. because it's a traumatic situation if you're having a panic attack yeah. you are it's trauma. It's traumatic. Do you ever experience, for example, like you're recording something on camera and then you look back at it later and you are just then realizing for the first time what occurred on camera? I did have a little while where I was like, I don't ever want anybody to see me like that. But yeah. it was coming to terms with, that's not you. And that's why it's okay. And if people are looking at my altar in this body and saying, that's Nin, yeah. then they're denying that other altar's existence. And I had to stop thinking from the point of view of that this is my body. I'm the only one who deserves to be here. Um, this is only going to be my life forever. Mm -hmm. Because they've always been there, or mm -hmm. most of them have always been there. Mm -hmm. They have a life and feelings and wants and dreams of their own. They've experienced terrible things for me mm -hmm. and kept me safe from terrible things. Mm -hmm. Why in the world should the fact that we've experienced terrible things and suffered be another reason that we should have to suffer? Do each of your altars have names? They all have names, ages, and literally the personalities. Yeah. Um, they're all very distinct. How do they end up receiving names? Oh, they tell me their names. Oh, really? And I have no idea where they come up with some of them. Because really? I'm like, this is not something I would have ever done. <laughs> like, what? Where did that come from? Like, one of my altars' name is Freedom. Freedom? That's, yes. Do Does that altar represent Freedom in any way? I mean, she, her first name was Pain, and then she switched it to Freedom. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, a very literal uh, yes, naming so system. Yes, so it was for her. So yes. some of my, my protector's name is Brad. Oh, okay. Like, just <laughs> a very, yeah, no. Name not like, protector, but name is Brad. Yes, the protector, yes. his role is, is, is a protector for us, yes. and his name is Brad. Do you consider having DID a hindrance in your day-to-day -day life? Even normal things, like going out to a coffee shop or going out to the zoo. Whenever me and my partner, who also has DID, try and do something nice, I don't think there's ever been an occasion where one of us hasn't been triggered. It's hard to do things that are simple, like walking around shopping centers, because certain things can be positive triggers, yeah. which can encourage certain alters to front. For example, if we walk past a toy store, it's an, an immediate positive trigger for our little. Oh, it's a good good trigger then. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean that it's safe for a little to suddenly be walking around. They're a oh. child. So they, the brain essentially split off in, in some circumstances, will have split off and separated that area of yes. life, those experiences. So while they still have access to an adult brain yeah. and will be able to understand adult concepts and be able to use adult words, the way they process things is still the mind of a child. So they probably won't know where they are. They'll likely get scared. Yeah. I don't know where the body's gonna be when I come back to. Somebody could take them. Yes, we're in an adult body, but adults get taken places too, you know? Yeah, yeah. If you are in 
it, it, it's frightening not to yeah. have control yeah. and not to have memory because you don't know what's happened. That sounds terrifying. It's, it is terrifying. I don't have all of the brain power. I don't have all the body batteries. Like oh. some of it's Ali, some of it's Z. So it's not each each person doesn't have 100% within their own. Yeah, I mean, like it's 100% is hard. Like they're 100% of themselves, but right. in terms of managing the body, I do feel like on a somatic level or like a body energy level, like yeah. we have each different connections to different pathways in the brain and in the body. Like mm. I feel more sensation in certain parts of my body, and then if you if I if Ali comes to the front and I go away, Ali's gonna feel something differently. She might even taste something differently. Oh wow. um, yeah. And like different people have some food preferences based on that. But yeah. unfortunately we don't get to explore a lot of that because it's hard to go into a restaurant and be like, hey, <laughs> there's actually nine of us eating. Can you give us like this Just order and this order? Please. <laughs> yeah. Do you proudly tell people that you have DID or is that something that's more of a secret? Uh, I wouldn't call it a secret. Right. I mean, you know. You're here interview. in front of the <laughs> so, world. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But there have been, I am careful because there have been times I've told people who have completely retreated from my life mm. just because the stigma is around it. One of my alters, she's my 16 year old, has purposely told people we have it to push people away oh. when she didn't like them. So it's a defense <laughs> mechanism. It is. It can be. For her it is. Yeah. Um, for some of us, it's better to not say. I'm trying very hard to stay in the body. Yeah, yeah, I I'm get sorry. It. If you need to take a moment, totally cool. I'm just switching, sorry. Yeah, no worries. Take your time. We got plenty of time, like I was saying. It's hard. Hey, I know it's hard, but you, you're so strong because you flew all the way out here and, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, and it's okay to feel these things because, yeah, like I said, you're here to talk about it. Do you want to take a quick moment? Sorry, what? Do you want to take a quick moment off stage? No, I'm here now. Sorry. Okay, yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> no Kyle. worries. Hello, Kyle. Nice to meet you. Hi. Good to meet you. Of course, we're in a f Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not cool with the skirt? No, not really. No? <laughs> I'm a bit I, uncomfortable. I, I see you trying to cover it yeah, up. Yeah, no. Stop yeah. looking at my legs. So you don't, you don't approve of Nim's choice? I mean, I prefer not to be in it. Yeah. Like, I mean, cool. Looks great on her, whatever. Yeah. I'm sure we'll look cute as hell, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't personally You wouldn't fair. personally choose it. Yeah, exactly. Do you mind continuing this interview? No, no, I'm good. Okay. I'm, I know why we're here. Do you proudly tell people that you have DID or is that something that you keep more of a secret? Depends on the person. Yeah. Like, if it's a professional situation yeah. or something where if somebody does have, like, stigma around it or yeah. is very, I don't know, like, not open to it or a little bit oppressive around it, Mm -hmm. That could be like seriously damaging to whatever we're trying to do. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's just safer to mm -hmm. like not say anything. What's the most annoying question you get about DID? Honestly, the one that bothers me the most is who's the real one? Yeah. Because that yeah. really is like, we're all real though. Yeah. And also, like, oh, well, psychologists don't believe DID exists. Yeah, they do. <sighs> It's been like in the DSM and the ICD. Yeah. For, it's, it's in there, like it's recognized worldwide as a treatable yeah. disorder with, you know, a known cause and there's a ton of medical evidence behind it. Yeah. Like people have been in CAT scans and brain scans and stuff and switch while they're in there and you can literally see different parts of the brain lighting up. How do you feel about the way DID is portrayed in pop culture, like Split and yeah. Mr. Robot? Mr. Robot is one of the more interesting, like kind of positive ones. Split 
was actually like what drove me into plural activism because I was like oh. not planning on talking about it. What's sad about that movie is like James McAvoy said in an interview in Good Morning America, I think, that he watched a lot of YouTube videos by multiples to understand the role, but that he couldn't find anyone to talk to to study for the role. So it kind of feels like a form of stealing yeah. because then he took those kind of interesting physical portrayals that kind of were accurate, maybe pushed, but then used them to represent a really awful situation that I won't even describe. Without even understanding the nuance behind it. Yeah. I think it offends me. It's offensive. <laughs> we're scared. People often, we're not monsters, we're not out to get people, we're right. most often hiding from monsters. We had this friend, right? And after we told them we had DID, this was uh -huh. Chloe at the time, mm -hmm. and they were walking and Chloe said, oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting switchy, I might switch. And this was like the first time this friend had seen them. And they were like, they looked really scared and they literally moved away and they said, it's not gonna be a murderer, is it? Like she was a hundred percent serious. She was like, "Are they gonna hurt me? Do I need to be like, do do I need to like be scared?" Was her only exposure to DID through things like Split? I don't know, but we've also had comments on our channel, like, of people saying that teachers have used Split to educate their students about DID, as in, like, this is an example of DID. Like, how in, you, how in do you feel class. about that? It is bollocks. <laughs> like, oh, it's ridiculous. It is so damaging. Like, there are some stuff it gets right. Like, yeah, it's done through trauma. Yeah, there yeah. can be protectors and persecutors, but we're not superheroes. There's no the beast. We ain't gonna hurt you. We ain't gonna kidnap you. Like people with DID are created with DID is developed because of trauma. We are no more likely to be dangerous than any other member of society. Mm -hmm. And in most cases, we are less likely because of what we've been through. Most people are more likely to return to the situation of being a victim yeah. or being abused rather than an abuser. What do you think the biggest misconception is surrounding DID? I think there's the idea that it's purely dysfunctional, that it's obviously miserable. I've definitely had my rough days, right. weeks, months, but it's not years. Constant. It's gotten better. Yeah. And I think that's the part that we don't tell. A lot of people think that it's really rare. Yeah. But it, the same percentage of people who have ginger hair have DID. What is that, 1 to 3%? 1, one to 3%, yeah, which means it's um, as common as bulimia, more common than schizophrenia. You yeah. either haven't known it or you ain't known it. If they don't want you to know, you won't know. If there's anyone watching who has DID but maybe is uncomfortable or experiencing fear about the idea of letting people know due to the negative stigma and judgment, is there anything that you'd want to say to them? You're not alone. A lot of folks uh, experience being many people, parts, alters, identities in one body. It's okay if it's hard sometimes. The world isn't set up for us to have an easy time as uh, folks with DID. Like, I'm dissociating now and... Yeah. Take your time. Let me know whenever you're ready. I wanted to answer the question. You can answer it. Oh no. <laughs> Let me know when you want me to ask There's it again for you. There's somebody else here, I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. You good? Yeah. Do you want me to set you up with a question again? Do you want to answer this? I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to explain to you what's going on? We're in the middle of an interview about DID. We have DID. Yes, you do. Yeah. And that's what you're here to talk about. Yeah. Do you feel comfortable talking about DID? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, do you I, want... I can answer the question. All right. Um, I'll, 
I'll ask the one that I just asked Kyle. Okay. And uh, Kyle mentioned that that Nin wanted to come out and answer this one. Do you feel comfortable answering this one? I don't know what it is. Okay. Yet. All right. All right. I can't answer it till you tell me. Okay. What it is. Okay. Um, if there's anyone watching who has DID and is maybe uh, nervous about the idea of coming out and talking about it with people because their fear of the judgment that they might receive or anything like that, is there anything that you'd want to say to them? Any kind of advice that you'd want to give them? I say... And you can say that to camera if you want. The camera? Yeah. Without the man behind the camera. <laughs> Hi. You have such good hair. Yeah, doesn't he? It's so good. <laughs> when you have DID, you feel very alone. And it feels like you're going crazy. And there's no way anyone can understand and there's no way you can have a good life. And this is it. It's gonna be bad life forever. It's always gonna be living bad memories, people thinking bad things and it's not. And even when it feels like that, it feels so bad. And the memories are so bad. It's okay, take your time. And if you want a moment, it's okay. And if you wanna cut this part out or anything like that, we totally will. Okay. Yeah, so take your time. But we felt like that. And now everything's different. What's different? We're not alone anymore. Is that a better feeling? I'm sorry. It's okay, don't be sorry. <laughs> That's why you're here. You're here to talk about this and to mm -hmm. feel these feelings. But let me know if you want to stop for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. it's all, this is all up to you. Somebody else is here. You can let them speak whenever you want. I'm really sorry. Don't, don't apologize. I'm too small. Yeah, it's okay. You have no reason to apologize. What happened? Uh, I don't remember the name. Years old. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, gave a really good response. Can I still do it too? You want to do it too? I do, yeah. yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. It's okay to take your time with it. Nobody's entitled to information mm -hmm. about why this has happened or anything deeply personal about how you exist as mm -hmm. you are. But there is absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. Mm -hmm. We see you and we believe you. All right, you got five seconds to shout out or promote anything you want directly in the camera. Go. Treemunity on Twitter and check out the pluralassociation.org. Some great activists are doing some organizing for our community. Go follow us at Dissociated and also if you're looking for somewhere to feel safe, there are loads of Facebook groups. Definitely you should subscribe to him because 16 of us really enjoyed this. And <laughs> That's why you're using your five seconds? Yes, for? yes. <laughs> this is Petra, this is Joy, and this is Z. Listen to all of us when we say, subscribe to Anthony Padilla. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Thank you okay? so much, Thank Nin. You. I feel like I understand the wondrous world of dissociative identity disorder just a little bit more. Thank you for having me. After spending the day with these people with DID, I've come to understand just how nuanced the discussion of this disorder is and how important it is to be accepting and supportive of any and everyone because you never truly know what may be occurring behind the scenes. See you later, bye guys. Press a like.
sometimes it's flattering that people want to like look after us and stuff. Can I tie my hair up? So do whatever you gotta do. Um, that people will wanna be like flattering and and shit like that. But yeah. sorry, can I swear? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we trying yeah, so yeah. hard. Don't, don't censor yourself. No, speak okay. however you normally want to speak. This changes everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Oh my god, you lifesaver. Yeah. Can I put it over my legs? Yeah, do whatever okay. you gotta do. Thank you. Yeah. I thought we decided earlier that we were gonna wear trousers. <laughs> I thought that was the decision that we we were settled on. She went above and beyond. Apparently. Yeah. Yes.